welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. On today's episode, we're talking about effectiveness is the measure of truth. So I'm going to explain a little bit about what that means because I can already hear a few of you going, what? Effectiveness? How does that, how does that work? Uh, we'll talk about that. I'll give you lots of examples and then ask you to really think about how does this apply to you? You may or may not want to take notes. That's totally on you. This is kind of a shorter one. I think it's a really good one to give you a good kick in the rear end if you need it. Um, I hope some of you find this to be uh, permissive in a way, you know, do what works for you. And I hope some of you are like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I need to be careful about some of the things I'm saying. So it's got a little bit of something for everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Awesome. Enjoy. Right. So several authors, philosophers, spiritual teachers, uh, all have said the same thing. Um, effectiveness is the measure of truth. So what in the world does that mean? Well, I think it means that whatever works for you is your truth. Now, please don't send me an email and tell me that that's not true. Listen to this first. Okay. I know, especially if you've had an experience, uh, with, religion, let's say, doesn't even matter the different kinds of churches, but religion, religious organizations tend to say, um, there is only one truth, one absolute truth. Now there's an argument for that. So again, don't send me an email about it. However, let me explain what I mean by this. Um, let's take uh, health and dieting and exercise, for example. So which plan is the truth, the right plan? right? Um, it all depends, right? So what works for you might not work for me and vice versa. Um, you know, religion and, and denominations and the church that you, you go to, which one is right? Which one is the truth? It depends on so many different factors. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, I went to a Baptist church. Um, I don't know why, other than that's where my parents went, right? When I went to college, I went to an Assembly of God Pentecostal church. You can't get much different than a Baptist church from there, right? And then when I got married to my husband, he's like staunch 80th generation German Lutheran. So Lutheran was the only way to go. We've been in a, a extremely traditional Lutheran church, which I was like, yeah, no, not having that. Uh, and then we found ourselves in a, a more um, laid back, I guess, non-denominational Lutheran church, if you will, uh, that worked for a time. And the, the current church we're in is a little more traditional, not necessarily my liking, but it is what it is, right? But is it being effective? And the reason why we are where we're at, where we're at is not so much for me because I feel like I have really good spiritual um, journey right now, but it's more for my husband because he's comfortable there and more for my kids because they're learning there. So it's effective for them. Okay. Um, the same is true for your political party or affiliation. Which one is the best? Which one is the truth? Which one is right? Okay. Same is true for your job. You know, what job do you do? How do you do it? So what works for you is your truth. Now, listen, your truth can also change over time because if you find, you know, I find that the way that I used to eat before I had kids is very different than how I eat now. 
Okay. So maybe as your body changes and, and, you know, you get older and, and maybe if your metabolism slows down a little bit, you got to change your eating, right? So your truth was that when you were younger, you could eat differently than how you can eat now. Does that make sense? The problem is when we look at what works for other people. Okay. And we say, you know, oh, that must be the truth because that's working for them. Or we judge others as doing whatever wrong and we try to make them as effective as us. I see both happening. Okay. Uh, for example, I have a friend, God love her. She also doesn't listen to this podcast. Maybe that's her problem. Ha ha ha. Just a joke. But she's always trying the latest fad especially diet and exercise. Now, years ago, before we both started having kids and doing our own thing, we would do a lot of yoga together. And she was having great success with not just doing yoga, but really this mindfulness part of her. And it's really frustrating because I look at it and I'm like, honey, the mindfulness was what was helping you. And now you don't have that. But now, you know, she is getting sidetracked and every time I talk to her and, and she's one of those folks that, you know, you can talk to every six months to a year and, and you kind of just catch up real fast. But every time I talk to her, it's, you know, here's what's the newest thing I'm trying right now. Right. And I'm like, why are you doing all of that? You, you had a way that worked for you, but she's so drawn to other people's results and other people's truth that she thinks I need to do that. But you see, she's not getting the results. So is that her truth? No, because effectiveness is the measure of truth for her. Um, I got to tell you that, you know, in Facebook, especially, especially the last several weeks for some reason, um, but also in person, I've had people <laughs> basically tell me how to be like Jesus. Now, listen, I consider myself a Christian. I never, ever, you know, advocate one way or the other for anybody here on the podcast. That's your choice. Uh, I do consider myself a Christian and I have a very different spiritual journey. Uh, and I've always find it interesting that people are always telling me how to have a relationship with Jesus. Um, you know, think about it this way, a relationship. So I'll take my, my husband and I, we we're in a relationship, right? Um, I don't treat him as my husband like I would your husband. That would probably be weird, right? I don't, my children don't treat my husband like I treat him. That would also be weird, right? We have a very different relationship. And based on that relationship, we have different rules. We have different ways of being with each other, right? So how can you come in and tell me this is how you need to be in relationship with Jesus or God? That's your relationship. That's not my relationship. Okay. Another great example. I spend somewhere between 20 and 25 hours a week working on personal development. Uh, I, it's a mixture of getting up early, doing a lot of study, designing my life so I can do that. Now that's really, really important to me. And that is something that I have developed over 20 years. I would never, ever, ever in my life advocate for another person to spend that much time on personal development. I think I only have one coaching client who's, who does that. And honestly, he's on a, a journey right now. He's in, be, in between kind of in transition between two jobs. So it's, it's the perfect time for him to do that. Okay. But I would never tell you, my listeners, you need to go and spend 20 hours a week in your, your personal development. Okay. 
Same thing. That's effective for me might not be effective for you. If you're not spending any time, then spending a half an hour might be effective for you. Half an hour a week of, a, of personal development is not effective for me. And that's when my 11-year-old says, Mommy, you need a timeout. Okay, so my effectiveness is my level of truth. What works for you is your truth. Okay, now listen, your way is not necessarily the right way. Your way is not necessarily the wrong way. It just is. Not all people can follow the same way. Not all people can follow one way. Not all people can follow all the different ways. And not all people can follow everyone else's way. Okay? You can always kind of notice and observe and appreciate somebody else's path without having to follow them. Do you know how many of those times, you know, when I was pretty much late night nursing a child and what else do you do but turn the TV on, right? Um, And I'm watching all of these infomercials and usually at that time it was either um, (laughs) selling jewelry or workout videos, which I I just find fascinating. At two o'clock in the morning, who is going to be working out? But anyway, uh, so I was watching these videos and I was always fascinated like, wow, that's really awesome. Not once did I say I must do that. Okay. Now, if that's what you're drawn to, you better go do that, right? You can appreciate who people are, what they believe, what they're going through in life, what really works for them and say, wow, that's awesome. I love people who are marathon runners. They're amazing. I don't want to go and run a marathon right now. I'm more yoga and Pilates. Okay. Let's take a walk. But you can also look at what that person does or believes or you know, is what what they're doing in life and say, what principles can I apply? Okay. So for example, with my marathon runners, one of the things that I'm really asking them a lot about is nutrition. Like how, what nutrition do you fill your body with so that you can go and do these amazing feats? Now I'm not following their nutrition plan, but I'm, I'm on the lookout for like, okay, there's a, there's a, um, for some of them, they get really, really technical on it. Um, but there is a, a proportion of protein to other things. And I'm like, that's interesting because if you're going to build lean muscle, right, whether I'm doing yoga or going for walks or bike riding or mountain climbing, that's still a principle that can apply. Okay. But it doesn't mean I'm going to go and run a marathon. Does that make sense? You know, I I found it interesting. A friend actually said this to me the other day because she was really frustrated. We were talking about this idea of a spiritual journey and how much each one of us had been learning kind of outside of the church, so to speak, you know, through doing study of our own and really trying to understand ourselves and say, how does this apply to me? And what does this mean? And she said it like this, and I actually wrote it down because I thought it was really good. She said, I, um, I am a different expression of God's love. Why do I have to live exactly as Jesus did? I was like, oh, that's so good. And, you know, some of the examples that we used were, you know, Jesus went into the, um, the temple and, you know, he was upset with people who were selling things in the church, basically. So out of that anger, he went in and, and turned over the tables, right? Uh, do I need to do that? No. Now, if I'm called to do that, sure, but I, no, I do not feel called to do that, right? Now, there are principles that Jesus lived by. Love is the biggest one. Love, forgiveness, 
people in community. Those principles, you bet those are part of my truth and they help me to be effective. And so thereby it tells me as more, I'm more and more effective, it's more and more of my truth. Make sense? Okay. And when you live the principles like that, rather than saying, this is how I have to be, like what's effective for me, the result is more freedom, more peace, more joy, more love. And guess what? More friends. Because if you're not judging somebody or telling them that they have to be a certain way, guess what? People like you more. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I hope this has been helpful. I hope that that clears up what this, that idea of truth is that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, dissing on this idea of, of God as not being truth. That's not true. Um, however, I think the expression or manifestation of how that shows up is very different for different people. And just be careful as you're negotiating these waters, you know, don't be too much into, oh my gosh, you're so great. I have to be just like you or, oh my gosh, you, you know, you're so broken. You need to be just like me. How about you just stick with this idea? I'm trying to find what works for me, what works for you. Okay. That's a much more loving, accepting, kind of honoring and respecting, respectful way to live. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.